All Things Inclusive is a podcast about everything that has to do with diversity and inclusion. As society is getting more diverse every day, companies, brands, and organizations try to find effective ways to reach and include this diversity in their structures. Sometimes they succeed, sometimes they don't. All Things Inclusive is a podcast for CEOs, managers, HR professionals, marketeers, and everyone else that wants to move forward in this area. Your host is Hanan Shaluki, entrepreneur and inclusive strategist. Hi, and welcome to All Things Inclusive. You're listening to an episode I like to call a quick question. This means that in this episode, I answer a question I often get in five minutes or less just to teach you an important word or give you a new insight or perspective so you can learn something new in just five minutes. Today's quick question, what does super diversity mean? I use the word super diversity a lot. Some people think that I just try to emphasize how diverse societies are, like trying to exaggerate, but that's not exactly the case. Super diversity is an existing concept, definitely not something that I just made up. The concept was pioneered by an anthropologist called Steven Vertovek in a paper in 2007 called Super Diversity and Its Implications. In this paper, he describes the demographic changes in cities since the early to mid-1990s, and he uses cities like London, for example. Super diversity refers to two major changes across the world since the end of the Cold War. The first one is the fact that new patterns of migration caused demographic changes. The second one is the emerging internet and how it influences pretty much all aspects of our lives. So let's talk about this first major change, the new patterns of migration. Before the 1990s, in many cities, diversity was seen as something that was relatively stable. Groups of people could be identified quite clearly. For example, the Moroccan community in Belgium or the Pakistani community in the UK. But what we have seen over time is that it's not so clear anymore and that there's huge diversity within the diversity. So migrant communities have become more complex, more layered with legal and political effects. In Belgium, for example, we have migrants who are residents but living next to people from the same home country but with a very different legal status. They could be temporary labor migrants or people with a refugee status and so on. And then we also have second and third generation people with a different ethnic background who you can't really call migrants because they never migrated. I know I'm one of them. And their parents or grandparents actually did. So this first change that caused super diversity refers to the diversity within the diversity and recognizing it. Instead of thinking that all ethnic communities are homogeneous groups who only share similarities with each other, we should pay attention and realize that this is not the case. The second major change has nothing to do with migration and everything with the world we know since the 1990s, a world based on the internet and mobile communication systems. That's when these things really became something of the masses and cell phones weren't just for the lucky few anymore. This created online mobility and it became so easy for us to know what was happening on the other side of the world without having to travel there. And not just know what was happening, but also identify with people we otherwise wouldn't have known. For example, if a religious community somewhere in the Middle East is being harassed, people that belong to that community but live in a completely different place can still feel connected to them. So super diversity basically shows us how complex and layered our identities have become due to these two major changes. New migration 
information patterns and communication technologies have made us more diverse in different ways. For people working on diversity and inclusion, this is an important realization. It shows us how simplified we can sometimes look at certain communities, generalizing them as consumer or as possible employees, when we should really pay attention to all the diversity within the diversity as well. So that's my reply to today's quick question about super diversity. It's a little theoretical, of course, but I believe it can definitely also be handy in a very practical manner. Thank you for listening. This was All Things Inclusive. Did you find this episode useful? Make sure to leave a review and let us know. If you want to learn more about diversity and inclusion, make sure to subscribe to Hennen's newsletter on hennenshaluki.com. We hope you'll tune in next time on All Things Inclusive.